Hi, you're with Julian on the Brown Notes and what everyone's getting wrong about Andrew Tate. So the last couple of weeks, probably nearly a month maybe, have been dominated by uh, a, an, a new kind of influencer, I guess, um, a men's rights activist uh, adjacent influencer that's uh, been dominating the media. Um, Andrew Tate, a former Big Brother contestant who post videos that other people have then uploaded to TikTok and they've been uh, notably ascribed as being very misogynistic and uh, holding very negative views about women and rape victims. But here's a lot of things that people aren't saying about this whole affair. I mean, before I get into that, the, the media just can't help themselves. I didn't know who this guy was. And every day, every single... We live in an era now of online news media where clicks count as advertising revenue, so they just can't help themselves. That's how we got Donald Trump. He was the most clickable story. So they spammed billions of dollars of advertising worth op-eds and articles in newspapers. So we ended up with him. And now I'm hearing about Andrew Tate every day. And the other enemy of the, like, the modern era, which also helped give us Trump, is algorithms on social media like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all these things work to leverage your clicks uh, to sell advertising revenue. Oh, we need something like Facebook that is a subscription-based model with no advertising. The world will be a better place. And you can have complete freedom of speech. You just block everyone you don't like. That's my dream. So anyway, um, I thought it was quite weird this guy's a Big Brother contestant. So I actually watched that Big Brother. It's like going back like seven years or something. And he was on it for a couple of days. And like now they're saying that his main job was being on Big Brother. That version of Big Brother in the UK on Channel 5 was one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Never to be repeated, sadly. You would never get away with that. So anyway, he was... Um, he was kicked off after a few days because a video emerged of him spanking a woman. I have never seen it. Uh, nothing he did during the course of his time there was um, reprehensible. And he was only there for a very short period of time. And now we wind forward to now. Um, where he seems to be promoting his own sort of, you know, like guru men's health sort of university online sort of courses to, you know, get you loads of chicks, which clearly I don't need. Um, to, you know, just to make money, hustle. Um, and that's resulted in lots of people spamming his concert context content on uh, TikTok. So the first major thing about Andrew Tate is everyone's screaming at him for creating all these 13 year old misogynists. No, he doesn't. They already are 13-year-old misogynists. That's why they love Andrew Tate. They've already been created by a range of factors. If you look on somewhere like 4chan, the uh, internet message board, or anywhere analogous to that, and see the way that a lot of these 13 to 16-year-old guys talk about women, they don't need Andrew Tate to create themselves. And if you've ever seen, such as in Australia, a lot of these public school boys, these, well, in, in Australia, private school boys, in England, public school boys, but posh schools, where the future captains of industry go, 
And we've seen video after video of them, you know, chanting sexist songs on coaches, and they're already there. Um, I think we need to ask ourselves questions. Uh, one of them is, is, um, is the level of misogyny new? Why are they being these misogynists being created? And who are the drivers? And how can we stop it? Um, I think to a degree the level of misogyny that we've got at the moment in, in certain parts of the world is uh, a new wave. And it's certainly in response every time that... Uh, uh, like the dominant force in the world is the white western english-speaking male and anytime you are sat in that domain to give up one percent of its power the reaction is like asking a billionaire to give up one cent of their money we go nuts um we find that we are actually the most oppressed group on earth so i do agree that there is a sudden wave of it and part of this is the internet because it allows tribes to be created and exist in these vacuums you're not going to get very far in life 30 years ago being a 13 year old and being a massive misogynist because you don't have that banded together group and you don't have the privacy of being able to say really horrible things online that you don't get held accountable for you're free to do all of this stuff online so i think that sort of tribal uh, arena that we've got now online is a big part of it um why are they being created? Uh, well, one part is that there's the opportunity online to create social groups that you know that can band together over extreme issues, but also the fact that we've unwound elements of the patriarchal society, um, giving giving more power to women um, and holding men more accountable to uh, their actions. And any time you do that, it, there's an inevitable pushback. So I think that there is a creation of this new world. Who are the drivers of it? Um, I think partly right-wing media, um, pretty much to blame for anything bad in the world. Right-wing populism uh, finds its own sort of, like I am against cancel culture and I'm a lefty, but right-wing populism drags everything into that arena so i hate using the term cancel culture but there are elements of it certainly people i would support on the left jerry sadowitz the uh, comedian um where i i would defend their freedom of speech and i'm not in the same basket as them but there's clearly something going a bit haywire with the fact that we simply ascribe all of these um cancellations to people and people saying that me having an opinion about your show doesn't you know that you're not being cancelled but that's not what happens they do literally ask for them to be cancelled for the show to be cancelled it is um look these these are young kids but i was a 13 year old lefty greeny feminist tree hugging hippie i knew i mean i didn't know anything until <laughs> you know i still don't know anything in some regards but as far as my politics and my social politics went at 13 yeah i did i knew a lot i knew where i stood and i encountered a black you know i wasn't very popular for those views at school because it was racism was a much bigger thing back then as well sexism wasn't because it was still a very sexist world it, you know these modern gains hadn't happened so Part of the creation of this is men having to give up power. 
sorry, men perceiving they have to give up power. In most cases, it's the power they have over other people that they're being asked to give up. Same with the same-sex marriage, not actually affecting people who are against same-sex marriage at all, apart from their power to stop other people having the same freedoms as them. So that's broadly where it's coming from. Um, so I don't believe that it is 13-year-old boys being created by people like <coughs> Andrew Tate at all. If you look towards domestic violence or anything like that, there is one signifier above all else, your home. How you grow up, the peers and the familial influence around you. And personally, I don't think it is 13-year-old boys struggling to come to terms with this, you know, gender miasma of the modern world and women have all these and the Me Too movement. I think it's their dads. More than anything that is creating the baseline for these people. And that's coming a lot through right-wing populist news media and talking heads claiming that their world is being taken from them. And if you don't think that's a big deal, look at a country like Iceland or Denmark. You will not see the same level of rampant misogyny as you do in Australia, as you do in the UK, where this right-wing populist media is. They breed the fathers and have done since the 1980s and the fathers breed the kids and normalise. Um, they're the ones sitting around the dining room table saying, you know, bloody lefties and greenies doing this and feminazis doing this. And that's where the kids pick it up from. And a lot of these boys, particularly the posher boys, grow up being really entitled. They are so entitled to the world they believe is theirs, including female bodies so it's a confluence of right-wing news media the dad's already having it ingrained in them and that feeding through to these 13 year old boys that then have this antechamber to um, express these views as extreme as they want so is it any fault of the left yes absolutely it is um, the reason it's the fault of the left is we are so punitive we can't let anyone get away with anything we attack people re relentlessly for 1% of a flaw. We never let anyone off. We go after them so much it pushes them into these groups because they can't play with us anymore. So they want to find another tribe that they can be part of. We are driving them into the arms of sexism by continually telling them they're wrong. And if they ever dare be 98% right, you're still 100% wrong. And that is on us. Dave Chappelle is not somebody that comes up in um, uh, social moral discourse much. Um, he should. Uh, and this has got nothing to do with um, his recent comedic sketches. But he said something that I thought was really, really profound. And he said about how black people in America, the ones that were progressive and understood and were helpful, understood that when a problem is systemic... You cannot solely blame the individual and a lot of the people that you want to turn into allies to stop it happening will have mud on them. They will have done something somewhere along the way that you can wipe them out completely from. You need those people to come over to your side. At the moment, it's 100% punitive in what we do from the left. 
If we acknowledge a problem is systemic, we acknowledge that there will always be people like Andrew Tate created. If Andrew Tate is banned and cancelled, it doesn't mean anything. The system is in place that created him and more importantly, created his base that watches him. That isn't going anywhere because you've cancelled someone. It's only making them more appealing to that base because they seem like an outsider cowboy revolutionary. And we all know he's just a huckster. So we need to understand that systemic problems require structural change and we need to allow people that we're excluding at the moment from coming over. We've got to stop relentlessly punishing people for being 1% wrong. We have to allow them the space to be an ally. And the, the other component here is we have uh, our main discourse at the moment is social media that is relentlessly preying on the darkness. Every time you click on something, it, rem it will give you opportunities to see much more darkness. And I don't have the answer for that. Maybe they could be a little bit less advert oriented and a little bit more socially responsible. But as this is about money, governments would have to force them to do that. And as we've seen with the troubles of Facebook, nothing's really happened. But anyway, we need to understand that the current wave of misogyny isn't helped by the left being so intractable on every single case. We need to bring a lot of these people into the fold. We need to understand that they're learning this stuff through right-wing news media and that it's coming from their fathers usually. Um, and that Andrew Tate is just, like Trump, is a symptom. Someone to rally around, someone is exhibiting the, the ground that was created. This isn't something that is going to go away anytime soon.